was keeping an eye on Golden Boyle. Golden Boyles? <laughs> Horrible Susan, image. Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle. Now, that is, uh, that is an unlikely partnership. Henry Liston. Hello. You've come to visit me. Yes, in the big smoke. It seems like there's trauma written all over your face. It's just the tube. Did you It's the tube and it's the staircase at, at the tube station. Can I reveal where, where I got off? Yeah. Bell, Bell Size Avenue, is it? Be- Bell Size Park. Bell Size Park, enough. near to Chalk Farm. Which sounds really uh, pleasant, actually. No one has taken this much interest in different <laughs> stops on the tube. Basically, I got off at Bellsize Park and there was a lift, but there was also a staircase that said 189 steps. And I thought, that's light work. It's January as well. Health is wealth. I'm on dry jan, so, you know, might as well take the stairs. But fucking hell. Sorry for swearing. <laughs> My legs are jelly. It's Happy New Year. Happy How's New it year. treating you so far? So you've been... You've been busy. You've been seeing some football already, actually. Yeah, I'm down in London doing some TV stuff, but before that kicked off this week, I was in Peterborough for the FA Cup. As you do. Third round. Yeah, a bit random. My friend my friend Ben is a Peterborough fan, and he's been on at me to go for ages. And we went, uh, Peterborough versus Leeds. And genuinely, I've been to, this season I've been to, that'll be my fourth game going to different EFL clubs, and it was the best time ever. Right, now, was any of that to do with the food? Because I know you are (laughs) eagle-eyed, obviously, when you go. The food was good. I had a pucker pie, uh, Balti, Balti pie. Do you know what? There is... Was it actual pucker pie? Yeah, actual pucker. I actually don't think there's much better than that. No, it is is top tier. Um, Chicken Balti. And I did that... Have yet? It's always the same with the pies. I don't understand how... There's so much filling in them. And as soon as you bite into them, the filling just seems to come out of nowhere. And then you have to balance the pastry. It's a real yeah. art. And you're so close in the football stadium. You're so close to the row in front. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I've got meat on your head. It's, it's, an, it's an art. If you can not slop any over the side of the pastry casing, that is a, a big win. And I managed to do it. But then you get indigestion. So- <laughs> But I always carry Rennies, Josh. I was going to say, carry the Rennies and the Gaviscon, ready yeah. to go, ready for the second half. But um, um, but Peterborough's stadium, very small, standing, it was my first time standing, it was proper standing section at a football game, and witnessed one of the best goals of the season. People are raving about it. Patrick Bamford for Leeds. <sighs> Right at the start of the second half, all the Peterborough fans were like, okay, we're 1-0 down. You we'll still go getting your them. pie. I was getting my pie. I was trying to hold the slop in. And then Bamford scored that goal that everyone's talking about. Probably the best goal I've ever seen live. What was your view of it? Because I've seen various different angles. I was. I had a good, interesting view. I was down the other end, directly the other end. The other, <laughs> other goal, basically. So I was looking at it. I actually on. think, I thought it was good when I saw it. And then I saw a similar angle to what you're describing and I was like, oh, wow. I've seen, so that angle, the video that's going around saying, oh, watching it from this angle is the best. That was kind of my angle. And you saw it dip in the back of the net. And it it was one of them, everyone sort of turned around and was like, you can't do anything about that. How did you feel? Because I 
there was a Garnacho goal a few months ago and I almost felt like bursting into tears. Now, I am a Man United <laughs> fan. Maybe it's because we don't win. But there is something where seeing goals like that, I, I think it's the older man in me. I just get emotional. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool. My dad texted me, actually, speaking of older men. And he said, what a goal to see live. And it, it was. It was good. But I'm not a Leeds fan. I'm not a Patrick Bamford fan. I was a Peterborough fan for the day. So I couldn't, you, you I couldn't, booed it. I couldn't enjoy it too much. Honestly, I had so much fun. There was a, a bloke that got kicked out. I think he was a Leeds fan sitting in the uh, sitting in the Peterborough seats. Mm. He got kicked out. He got wanker, wanker, wanker. You've come with a real potty mouth at the start of 2020. I, I know. What's going on? Last, when we started the podcast, anytime you swore, I was. I thought, Josh, come on. This is this is this this is a family show. This is why we put the parental advisory. Yeah. On sorry the about sorry about all this because I think my mum occasionally listens. Occasionally, we've only had four. <laughs> yeah, she's just... do one a month. Yeah. no more. Yeah. Um, I saw you sent me a picture as well. Who was the mascot? You were with the mascot. Okay, so we were with Mick George is the sponsor, and I think it Mick George, which is a skip, something to do with skips. So they've got a, a skip head. Not the crisps. No, uh, like a, like a, a rubbish pill, skip. Okay. Yeah. But the other mascot who we didn't get a picture with, he was too busy, is Peter Burrows. Okay. He's a rabbit. Genius, isn't it? Peter I'm Bur- quite into that, yeah. Peter Burrows. Do you wear the kit? Yeah, he wears the kit and he swings a carrot around his head, but we couldn't get a picture with him. Shout wanker at him? No, God, no, not Peter Burroughs. But I had, we, we went for a drink beforehand and every place that we went to, I had a, a bit of trouble. The security said, Homer away. Oh. Didn't ask anybody else. I don't like that soap opera, actually. I prefer neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> he just took one look at me and said, Homer away. Pardon? Homer away. Home. Away. Home. Uh, FA Cup weekend then, a couple of other things I saw. I saw an Alsatian uh, dressed up, ready to go to the Sunderland game. Don't know if it got in, but it was wearing a Sunderland shirt. Did you see this? I did, I did. It, um, it teed up the the time where Derby perfectly, didn't it? I think it, it, it started a thread as well on X of dogs in football shirts, which is just joyous. I mean, stick that in goal. Newcastle ain't scoring, but they put a few <laughs> past them, didn't they? Yeah, it was really good, that game, for the first sort of five minutes, and I thought, OK, Sunderland are, are going for this, but Newcastle were just too good. OK, 2024... Um, it's actually got me thinking already because it's a Euros year this mm. year, isn't it? Um, it's going to be in Germany. And 20 years ago was, it was actually the tournament that got me into football. It made me fall in love with football, mainly through Wayne Rooney, which is always a weird thing to say. He was your first love, wasn't he? He was my first love. Um, and then first heartbreak because he broke the metatarsal against Portugal. Um, I don't know if you, do you remember, were you watching football then? No. You're a bit I, younger. No, it, I, will, I just wasn't into it back then. I was a late developer in lots of aspects of my life. Who was your player? If mine was Rooney, if you had to pinpoint one player, who was it? Suarez. Suarez. At oh. Liverpool. Yeah. I mean, they've both got a dark side to them, haven't they? Well, some, some darker than others. He's a controversial character, but yeah. Uh, Suarez got me into it. I rem- it was that, that Hatchkey scored at Carrow Road against oh, Norwich yeah. and the, the goal from the halfway line. I've never been into football. I saw that on Match of the Day. And I just thought, this is kind of cool. But that's sidetracking from from 
your Euros fantasies, Josh? Well, I'm not going to dive into the Euros, but I'm going to talk a bit about the golden generation as they were labelled back then. You had the likes of David James in goal. You had, I mean, I don't know why I'm starting with him. Of all the players, he really wasn't <laughs> that golden, was he? <laughs> Calamity James. Yeah. Well, look, one of your heroes, Gerard, not doing brilliantly as a manager, is he? He's, he's on a terrible run over in Saudi. I think he won a fair few games to start with, but nothing's going well. They've just lost a number two to Plymouth. Um, Gerald's number two's gone to Plymouth. Apparently, Jordan Henderson wants out. Yeah. He's, he's looking for a move away, so I don't know. That's not going well. Lampard's currently out of a job. Maybe he's having a good time, to be fair. He's, he's desperate. He is it's desperate, he? he is, he's desperate, Frank. It was all going so well at Derby. He went to Chelsea and then Everton and then went back to Chelsea after they sacked him. I just thought that was so... Well, is so the Derby desperate. thing a little bit of a curse? Because another person from the golden generation is Wayne Rooney. He did a decent job with them, mm. but he's now <laughs> done 15 games at Birmingham and gets the sack. It was two wins or something. Yeah, it, it, was, it was never going to work out, was it? The response, I think there was a, a petition started up straight away from the fans. They just didn't, they didn't want him. Um, it, it was controversial, uh, John Eustace being sacked as well. Because he had them at like sixth in the league. Yeah, they're just... Sixth in the championship. And that, for people that don't know the championship that well, that is a, a really good level to be at because there's some good teams in that Yeah, league. and they just beaten West Brom, which isn't as big a, of a derby as, as Birmingham Aston Villa. That is the hottest derby in the West Midlands. But because Villa aren't, aren't in the championship... You know, it's a still a West Midlands derby, and they've they won really convincingly because West Brom were tipped to get promoted this year, and he yeah he had them in sixth, John Eustace, but Rooney was brought in, and then there was that big fat albatross put round his neck. That's how I read it in an article. Uh, this what is it? Total football or full throttle? No fear. That was it. No fear football. That's what the owners said Rooney was going to bring, and. Yeah. I mean, no fear could literally mean anything. You could still be playing with no fear and lose every single game. Stupid. Poor Wayne. Um, that's all on the pitch, or I guess sort of off it if you're a manager. But on social media is what I've been enjoying. We spoke a bit about Michael Owen again, one of the golden generation. Um, he was having a few tragic incidents towards the end of last year, making a bit of a name for himself. Um, I was keeping an eye on Golden Boyle. Golden Boils. <laughs> Horrible Susan, image. Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle. Now that is uh, that is an unlikely partnership. David Beckham, uh, not with Susan Boyle. He was spending a lot of time with his wife and the rest of his family over Christmas, and he's just he's not quite got the knack of like Instagram and captions. There was one of his mum in the kitchen, and his caption was "lunch with mum," and then the dishes with a few laughs. Love you, mum. And then he tags his sister and says, "Who didn't do the dishes?" Shocker. Chips were okay though. <laughs> like it's like it's a constant stream of just yeah. nonsense that doesn't no one's really he had those elocution lessons years ago on how to speak, but no one's given him the lessons on how to post something on Instagram, <laughs> have they? I we all loved the Beckham documentary, mm. didn't we? Absolutely loved it. But his family life is a bit odd. It's you know, bad. That, that last scene in <laughs> at the end of the Beckham documentary where it just cranks up the American factor on it and just goes, right, now start dancing for 10 minutes around Yeah, the islands in the stream, I think they were dancing Mental. Too. That well, doesn't happen normally. Come no. on. No, and, and when Victoria's getting interviewed and he sticks his head in and says, no, tell him the truth, tell him the truth. Don't know why it sounds like Del Boy. <laughs> <laughs> tell him the truth, Rodney. 
So he's been posting some questionable things, but the person from the golden generation that really has gone into 2024 full throttle is Paul Scholes. We know him for his punditry and it's pretty dreary at the best of times. Um, he posted a story earlier this week quite simply saying, short corners are shit. That's all it said. <laughs> really? I didn't see that. No, no context. I mean, uh, you must have seen some of the Paul Scholes volleys from back in the day. Oh, yeah. He loved he loved lingering on the edge of the box, just waiting to absolutely thwart it into the top corner. There, there's the argument, isn't there? The age-old argument of Skulls, Lampard, and Gerrard. But when you see the players that talk about Skulls being the best, like Xavi, I think he was one of a kind, wasn't he? I think it's also a little bit if he had a bit more of the fear factor about him. Because I don't know if you saw this. That kind of short corners of shit is quite innocuous. But then he went in on former Man United player Jesse Lingard, who posted a post of him on Instagram training in Dubai in the gym. And Paul Scholes just commented, Jesse Lingard doesn't have a club at the moment, by the way. So Mm. that's the backstory to this. Paul Scholes just commented, are you just going to fuck about in the gym or are you going to actually play football? Straight in. I mean... Scalzi commented that on Jesse Lingard's post. Yeah, don't know if there's been a reply. Not, not as of yet. I mean, I don't know what I do. Is that an incentive from like a former legend? I mean, Lingard's been in the game long enough, but don't put it on socials. No, I, I like to think maybe that they know each other at a level where that that is banter. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe if they've got a connection with the club, but at the same time... Maybe Paul's just had enough. Josh, I have to bring this up because just before the new year was brought in, we did a little Christmas bonus episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in that Twixmas weird week between Christmas and you New Year. You love that phrase, Twixmas. Twixmas! Uh, Betwixmas! <laughs> and <laughs> we we had a pun five-a-side challenge. Mm. Your category, your theme was Christmas. Five players with a, a Christmas theme. So you had Darren Rudolph, the Red Nose Randolph in there. Can't even remember it. Yeah, it was all very good. Mine right. was to do with food, but we put it up to the listeners whose was better. Mm. My foodie five aside or your festive five aside. And there was a winner, Josh. Not quite a landslide, but 60 40, the results were. 60-40 in my favour. Oh, uh, well, we know there's a favourite already on this podcast, don't we? <laughs> Again, I've told you, my mum listens and she opened <laughs> numerous Instagram accounts to vote. She's done what they, uh, like ITV got done four years ago, where they <laughs> did like elicit sort of uh, votes coming through. She's got everyone typing in burner phones around the house. Hey, if I ever went on X Factor, I'd have made it to the final, <laughs> pu- purely on my mum's uh, voting capabilities. You do remind me a little bit of Wagner, I don't know what it is, but that's for another time. He does those videos if it's your birthday. Yeah, I paid for them. Did you? Yeah, I got him to do a jingle for one of my radio shows. Oh my goodness. (laughs) We need to hear that. Okay, all right, we'll we'll listen to it next week. And also next week, why don't we do another pun five-a-side? Let's do something. I'm I'm ready to get my claws out. And I think, should we, to keep it a bit fairer, we wanted a bit of variety before, but should we keep... Pick the same theme for each. We'll do something topical or something. Yeah. Okay. Not right. Christmas, though. Not Christmas. No, no, no. We won't do that again. <laughs> God, no. Can you imagine if we did that for 52 weeks? <laughs> Jesus. 
So that'll be next week. And also remember to follow the podcast at Halftime Sandwiches on Instagram. Give us a rating. I hear that's what... I'm just doing the usual spin. It really helps it us really out. Helps. I do what... Um, have you heard what Stephen Bartlett's got halfway through his podcast? He goes, now, there is something I find quite interesting. When we're looking at the analytics, um, <laughs> I find that so many of you listen, but you don't subscribe. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I, I, if you I, I don't listen. subscribe, we'll start doing those halfway through every episode. I listen to High Performance as well uh, with Jake Humphreys, who is from, in my head, Bamzuki fame yes. on CBBC. And he, he starts all of his with adverts for the bougiest, like the, the poshest companies. And I think, am I listening to the right thing here? Because these don't apply to me. And what have we spoken about? We've spoken about pucker pies. And now we're <laughs> going to go to the pub and probably try and buy the cheapest lager or alcohol free in London.